so are we listas, which means are you ready in Spanish? Well, I'm ready to leave. <laughs> I'm ready to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm um, ready. Spaghetti. Yeah, I... Okay, so here's the thing. I think what, this episode... Are we, are, are we not going to introduce ourselves? Yes, sorry. I jumped the you gun. You start. You start it. You, I mean, jump those guns. Let's go. Uh, my name is Carmen. And my name is Catherine. And welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for You. Mm-hmm. This is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we want. And Carmen is raring to go, clearly. So we'll just dive right in. Um, sure. I will say, like, our always disclaimer is that we are racialized women. We talk about whatever we want, whatever way we want, and... We politicize, um, we politicize everything. Absolutely Sorry, everything. that's kind of our niche. It's our niche. It's our vibe. If that's not your vibe... That's okay. You know, like, go to your Reddit, like, subreddit, and have a nice time. Start a subreddit. Ooh, I want hate fans. No, I don't. No, 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 I'm not inviting no, evil no. into my house. Never mind. No. Never mind, never mind, We never just mind. want lots of nice fans. Lots of nice fans. We want catalog to... catalog our, our mistakes. Yes, we would like to... We'd like, you know, if if ever we get to this point, we would like to hold a space in your heart much like Nicole Byer holds a oh, space in Oh, that's Joy sweet. and happiness while learning from our mistakes. Uh, absolutely. We're here to teach. Yeah. We're here to help you learn. And today we're going to be learning about something that, that Catherine truly, I mean, I hate. I also truly hate. Catherine hates. Hates so much. Because I, I don't understand it at no, all. No, I try not to think about it, but Catherine always reminds me of it and because it just comes up. Um, but we'll be talking about serial killer groupies today. Serial killer groupies. But before groupies. we start, because I think this episode is coming out soon, mm-hmm. um, our election ended. Yeah. The election could have been an email, yes. Yes, it literally could have been an email. Why? Did, anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that the election happened. In Canada, which is where we're from. And um, I recognize that lots of things are going on in the world. But the world is burning. And perhaps we should just treat the people who are working for close to minimum wage better. I'm sorry, where are we going? What are you talking about? I just, like, noticed a lot of attitude against poll workers. Oh. And I was like, it's not their fault. Listen, poll workers in every kind of poll always got a problem. I feel so bad for them. (laughs) Anyway, the point is is that we had an election. It could have been an email. It didn't need to happen. What a waste of money. That's our take on it. Okay, well, I didn't know this take was happening, um, but let's get into the actual topic. (laughs) which is going to be serial killers serial killers and serial killer groupies you know i remember it was one of those things where like i you know when you hear about it but it like bounces off of you yeah so it's one of those things where like i it never fully clicked what that meant because even though i'd hear about them Mm -hmm. it was one of those things where i was like hmm that's fucking dumb and then i moved on but you know once you started bringing it up as like what a bunch of idiotic absolute asinine uh, full of shit women yes i then notice them more often and what a treat to behold because you know people talk about how people's taste in men is bad is bad but i think you look at these women and you think to yourself well i could have gone far more wrong oh 
Okay. Oh. Than I ever so we thought. a few weeks ago did an episode on like enemies to lovers and like yeah. bad boys in media, and we mentioned that serial killer groupies are like the offshoot of this that is like the worst version of it. Okay. Let's let's get into it because serial killer groupies are there's a quote in the Richard Ramirez documentary um called Night Stalker on Netflix that I love. Mm-hmm. Where this woman who had an encounter with Richard Ramirez or knew him because of like she worked or something like that, she said about the serial killer groupies who were all swarming around Richard Ramirez afterwards, I'm sorry, but those are some of the dumbest bitches ever. Yeah. And that's basically the, the premise that we you can turn off now. That's yeah, what yeah. we're going to be saying. But I'm sorry. Those are some of the dumbest bitches ever. I just, but it's also like, how did they get to that point? How Which we're going to talk about. But what's really funny is once Catherine mentioned it, I have been watching and rewatching and rewatching and rewatching uh, Criminal Minds because it is my comfort show and it brings me such joy to watch. Um, if anything, because of Shamar Moore and um, I don't know her name, Kirsten Bang Van something. But anyway, she is uh, Penelope Garcia and them together brings me joy. But that's not the point. The point is, is that, it, you know, Criminal Minds bases everything on like real life serial killers or real uh-huh. life criminals that we hear about and there's literally a killer on the show a copycat killer who becomes a killer um because she falls in love with the original serial killer who ends up executed so she decides <sighs> to finish his dream of killing x amount of women by doing it for him post-mortem and they talk about these serial killer groupies. And I feel like once it ends up on Criminal Minds, you know it's kind of an issue. Like a criminology <laughs> issue. Because yeah. that's like what they base their episodes on. And um, yeah, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary when I think about the amount of women that have been like sending letters to serial killers. Sending letters to basis. serial killers. It's pictures. Like pictures, marriage proposals, which are sometimes accepted. Um, like these women who, and it is mostly women. Yeah. Um, by and large, who just become obsessed with these violent, awful men, mm-hmm. no matter what those these guys look like, and Charles are just obsessed Benson. with the idea of them, obsessed with following them, obsessed with fixing them. Yeah. And it's like, where are the men all crowd, crowding around Eileen Wernos? Where are they at? Actually, she did have some fans. Were they not, women? No, they were mostly men. Which is, oh. Which is, like, she had women. You know what? Then, you but, know what? Count me wrong. I guess there were men sniffing vision. around. But also, like, she was a lesbian and men still wanted her, which I think is weirdly problematic. Mm, women still wanted Jeffrey Dahmer, Carmen. Women were sending love letters to Jeffrey I didn't Dahmer. Need to know that, uh, I thought it was men, but apparently it's women. Okay, um, so it's such an issue uh, that uh, it has a term. It has a specific term for women who are attracted to violent men, the likes of which are serial killers, and it is called hybristophilia. Hybristophilia. Yeah, hybristophilia, a sexual interest in att- an attraction to those who commit crimes. Um, a paraphilia in which sexual arousal, facilitation, and attainment of orgasm are responsive to and contingent on, upon being with a partner known to have committed a crime. This is Dr. Wikipedia telling us this, so you know it's true. Yeah. And number number one. And number two, like, the thing about serial killer groupies is that, like, they're not fully understood 
it's mostly just speculation because like the work that would go has gone into like serial killers and their pathology mm-hmm. is extensive but the work into like these dumb bitches i think a lot of like people are just like i don't know yeah we think it's this yes and like but we don't know why because it's illogical Mm -hmm. because it's like this person's a murderer not only they're a murderer they're a serial killer yeah not not only a serial killer they chop women up into pieces not only do they do that they would do that too happily and and not to mention that like you because it says any kind of crime right like hyperstophilia is supposed to be like any sort of like any crime i know that in criminal minds they said that that it it mostly pertains to like violent crimes like people who are attracted to people who commit violent crimes um is usually what that's meant for it's not like oh my husband robs banks like that's not really Mm -hmm. what it means um it is like violent violent crimes and so I do wonder about that. But then also, I mean, have you heard about the Nicki Minaj situation? No. What do you mean? So Nicki Minaj is married to a man who, when he was 16 years old, was accused for and raped and like went to jail for raping a 15-year-old girl. Girl, I did not know Nicki Minaj was married. So, yeah. So she married this guy, like, it's been however many years, 20 years or whatever. What? Really? Since, no, 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 since, like, he did his Oh, crime. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, are you telling me Nicki years? Minaj has been married for 20 years and no. I didn't know? So, and this isn't the same thing because she didn't look for him because of what he did, but she fully knew what he did because he had to register as a as a sex offender for the oh. rest of his life because of what he did to her, of what he did to this woman. And um, then when he got with Nikki, he stopped registering as a sex offender because he didn't want to which is illegal so he ended up getting arrested and then it turns I didn't know a single thing about Yeah this. and then it turns out that the woman who accused him of rape um has been getting harassed allegedly by Nicki Minaj's people oh, who have no. been both threatening her and trying to give her money to tell her to recant her story so that he doesn't have to register on the sex offender list anymore and then Nicki Minaj tweeted that she was lying, that this woman was lying and that they were actually in a relationship and that he didn't rape her. And I was like, okay. So women do wild shit. Women do wild shit. Women will make many excuses for men. Mm-hmm. But what worries me is that unlike the Nicki Minaj thing where it's like, I'm going to believe his story regardless of how fucked up it is. These women believe that they he murdered people, that they murdered people, and are like, I'm just going to get with him. I mean, they don't believe that they murdered people. They no. know. <laughs> that it's, they murdered they, it's people. Not, it's not like anyone's out here thirsting for, like, the Babadook. They're not, like, for, like, any man who doesn't exist or who they don't know who the serial killer is. They know who okay. it is. And it always happens after that person is revealed and in the public eye. And people are like, ooh, right. well, blah, blah, okay. blah. The idea, the very, I mean, we'll get into all these things, but like the very idea that anyone could look at Richard No Teeth Ramirez <laughs> and say, that's the man for me. And be like, ooh, he's dangerous. Richard Meth Mouth Ramirez. Richard Meth Richard, I carry thumbscrews Ramirez. Richard, I beat up old ladies and rape them Ramirez. Yeah, and children. And children. I I don't get it. Richard, I own one pair of shoes Ramirez. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, God. Okay, so what... So what are some of the reasons behind why they say this Okay, is okay. A thing? So here, these are all the supposed reasons. Okay. Now, it's not... 
they I feel like honestly they're just sort of like throwing shit at the wall because they're like I I don't know so number one low self-esteem and lack of a father figure now the fact that I feel like that's a given the lack of a father figure is a little bit like it's like the whole oh they're a serial killer because they their mother's not there or their mother was overbearing it's kind of like all right come on now yeah like there's so listen divorce um Catherine are you attracted to serial killers no are you attracted to serial killers no oh well then I think that father figure thing doesn't really (laughs) stand out but um the Maybe it's not that no, if you like, what, don't no have fault a fa- divorce. Maybe it's like maybe it's not that you don't have a father figure. It's like you know what it is where it's like oh, it's not that if you don't have a father figure, you're gonna like serial killers. But if you like serial killers, you don't have a father figure. Oh yeah, like a square is not a rectangle. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But like that Perhaps. is a fair point. But at the same time, like no fault divorce has been a thing for quite some time. There's yeah. so many people who like have yeah, and dads, they don't they don't do and this. they don't all do this. It's like it's one of those things where it's like maybe, but maybe not. Right. Okay. So there's also the idea of like the I can fix him. The like I can like That's change this man who's a serial killer. I can fix the man who's a serial killer. He's just misunderstood and mysterious. He's just misunderstood. He he. If if I was with him, I could change him with my love. Yeah. So there's that, which I guess is also kind of like the and maybe in addition to that, there's the like the Bonnie and Clyde thing. Like, ooh, what if we were both dangerous? Here's my question. I'm sure you don't know, or you may not know, because it might not be there. Because they probably haven't done research on this, because psychiatry is very racist, but um, and sexist and sexist. But there's no conversation about the demographic in terms of race. There isn't, and I think because that's... the white woman savior complex is real. The white savior complex of a white woman is far and beyond anything I've ever seen in anybody else. I think it surpasses white men. It's the white savior complex in women is, is wild. And also the like white forgiveness of white men is wild. Mm -hmm. Think about, let's, Mm -hmm. let's remember one of the people that everybody is like, Oh, he was good looking. He was not Ted Bundy. Fuck him. Let him rot in hell. Don't fuck his face. Well, no, Uh, (laughs) but May may he fall down a well. May he be eaten by the dogs. Just like he left women's bodies to be. Yeah. I, the way people talked about him, he was good looking. Oh, he seemed so clean cut. Oh, he seemed so blah, Where? blah, blah. Where, what, why, who, what. Even the white men. Do you remember, what are the, the judge yeah, who, was, who, was, who like, was like in love with him? Who yeah. was just like, wow, I wish I could have worked with you, blah, blah, blah. Because he acted so smart when he, of course, did what? the thing that all narcissists do when they're so psychopathic narcissists, apparently. We don't need to believe in, in, in these things but whatever what people would call a psychopathic narcissist yes what they all do which is stand in there and be their own lawyers yeah i'm gonna be my own lawyer because i'm so smart i'm is, so amazing so great it's here's so the thing great because it's so they funny they always shoot themselves in the foot they're but like fucking idiots is why yeah and that but then this judge in particular was like wow, wow. you're so smart you're so smart can i suck your dick like that's, like, what, that's the ju- what it was it was crazy and so like i would also classify that judge as a serial killer groupie yeah. because he is trying a man for a oh, wow, horrible wow. crime and was like man could wish i could work with you you do real you, waste though? of talent what are you talking about? He's here because he's a murderer. I know. I know. And anyway. not just a murderer, a violent murderer, a sexual psychopath, crazy cuckoo bananas. <laughs> I like to fuck corpses in the woods, motherfucker. And he was like, wow, man, waste of talent. Okay. All right. So 
there's the, also the idea of like so in in the same vein as like I can fix him. There's also that I can nurture him. No. There's a little lost boy who was hurt somewhere in that man. The broken baby bird and trope. I can fix him. Has and I can help no, no, him. No. I don't know why I chose that accent. <laughs> I can fix him and I can help him. <laughs> the broken baby bird trope. Yeah. Misunderstood. I, under, I, I get it. I, as somebody, I get it. You know, I get it, but it has its limits. And once you kill someone, you've crossed that line. So no. Keep going. All right. So there's also the idea of, um, there's also the idea of like idealizing this man as like, this man is like the perfect whatever. Like I, like as if he's like a perfect partner because they're like, oh, I don't know. He's good looking or, oh, I don't know. He could be like, like, like the way people do with any celebrity where they idealize a man. So there's that. So like just because he's like a semi human looking person in the public eye, they're like, oh, well I can fix him. I can he could be like the perfect boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Great. And then um, in a addition, like not addition, but um, linked to that is also just the fanaticism that can come from being obsessed with literally anybody. So this person in the public eye, he they're very famous, right? Or maybe I can be famous because they're famous. Mm-hmm. I can get my 15 minutes of fame by marrying Richard Ramirez. Like, I can get attention from this. Mm -hmm. So there's that as well. And just, like... But the thing is, my concern... If that was your reason, that's the least crazy one. Yeah. That I can get famous from him, I can get a book deal from this guy, is the least crazy one. By far. Yeah, because I remember the last woman who tried to marry Charles Manson before he died was quite young. Yeah. And I remember that he broke up with her... Right before they got married, because he was like, "Oh, I think she's in it for the wrong reasons. I think she just wants wow. my fa- fame or something." And I was like, "That would be a better reason. It's a better than, reason it's than a sincerely wanting reason. to marry you." Like, okay, and so like, I guess there's also the idea of like these are charismatic people because sometimes they are, and by that I mean they're not at all. Most okay, the thing the is, ca- yeah. the charisma some of these people have is entirely invented and it's invented around the legend of them. Yeah. The idea of like, oh my God, this person was able to do this and get away with that. Or the way people mythologize so, yeah, serial so killers. Oh my God. So but when you John hear the Wayne stories Gacy. of the serial killers, they're always that dude who like asked every girl out. Yeah. You know the, the guy who's just like, hey, can you help me? Hey, can you help me? Yeah. Hey, can you help me to every girl? And one out of a hundred's like, okay. That's charisma, apparently. Right. But it's that's not the charisma. The charisma is the legend after the fact, because mm-hmm. every single one of these serial killer piece of shit losers was a piece of shit loser who said things like, who like begged people to talk to them, who asked every girl out, who tried their game on everyone possible. I was listening and to- And who like uh, sought out vulnerable women who had low self-esteem. Low self-children often. To date them. Low self This is why, listen, anybody young listening to this, if there's a man who's way older than you and you're a teenage girl and you think, oh, I'm being chosen, yes, you are. You're being chosen because he thinks you're stupid. Yeah. And this he is knows not he can manipulate This you. is not just for serial killers. This is just for any and older man. <laughs> he thinks you're stupid. He, and he thinks, thinks he can manipulate you. He can you. get you. Like, I was listening to a podcast about Rodney Alcala. Oh. Um, the, uh, the game show what is the it? game the show, show killer? killer he's fucking creepy 
And he did the thing where he would go up to these, like, he would go up to girls, like, roller skating or, like, teenage girls because yeah. he was a pedophile as well. He would go up to, to, to kids and be like, oh, can I show you a pretty picture? Or, oh, and this was, like, in the 70s when that would be an alluring thing. Yeah. <laughs> can sure. I show you a pretty picture? Um, or he'd be like, hey, can you, um, I'm going to do a photo competition and I need a model and we can split the money afterwards. Do you want to do that? And he would go to 12-year-old girls and ask them and they would be like, maybe one or two would be like, sure. Right. <clears throat> and he would try it again and again and again mm-hmm. and again and again and again and again because that's the thing about serial killers is they played the odds. Yeah. And also the woman who was playing on that, because the game show was basically like a dating game show and she yeah. didn't end up picking him. No, she did end up she picking did, him. She did? She did pick him, but then once the cameras were off, she was like, no. Yeah. She was like, while the cameras were on, she thought, oh, this guy's charming. And then she's like alone in a room with him. And she was like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. He gives me, my spider senses are going off and she didn't go on the date with him. Exactly. In and real so, life. But she, he did win the dating game. Oh, yes. So, um, even she said that he was like creepy. So yeah. this whole thing about them being charming is not necessarily no, no, always no, no, a no. thing. And I know some people, like, especially if they were like con men or something, like, things like that. Like, I think like they did have a charm about them because yeah. they were con men and like, Oh, the grifters do. The grifters always Remember do. Remember Abducted in Plain Sight? I can't. <laughs> I'm not, the one no. where the man seduced the, the husband, the wife, and the child? Yeah. Wow. The, <laughs> that man, I'm sure, was very charming. He must have been. The grifters, sure. The serial killers, usually not, because the only way they can get a person in their bed is killing them. Yeah. And then they all they want to do after that is kill them to get that same thrill. Yeah. So, um, let's maybe, is that, is that it? For you? Oh, that's it. Yeah, okay. I'm good. So let's go over some of our people who we may have mentioned already. So Ted Bundy had many, <sighs> many a fans. Here's the thing. Some of them thought he was innocent. That's always a thing. That's he's so innocent. He's in. I don't know why I'm choosing this accent. <laughs> he's innocent. <laughs> he, like, I think it was this idea that like, nobody that good looking could do those things like i think that what was, was handsome in the 70s i don't know because a man just a man just a man a man <laughs> a human man with like short hair who wasn't bald and who was white and who was white a man not a good looking a man was apparently i don't get it because yeah i don't i don't really get it I, I've said it so many, every He's single time we bring him up on the podcast, I talk about how unjust it is that Zach Efron. Efron was the one they chose when he's not. He's, he's so much better looking than yeah. he would ever be in so a here's million the years. Thing. So not only did he have group, so he had groupies who knew what he did and were like, whatever, he's hot. And then he also had groupies and they were like, he's so smart and he's so hot. Oh my God, what a catch. And then there were other groupies who thought he was innocent and were also like, but he's so beautiful. I just want to be with him. And then he ended up uh, marrying one of his groupies. Yeah. Had a child. So that child is running around somewhere. Yep. Uh, had a child with one of these groupies, I think in the 80s. It yep. would have been. And so they had a child together despite him being locked up. So I don't know if they had like whatever they call those like meetings, like not the glass meetings but like oh yeah conjugal visits yeah so i don't know if they had conjugal they, they visits did. they did but i guess that's how that happened mm-hmm. and so she got pregnant and um yeah i do- 
anyway, apparently she like snuck a bunch of stuff out of the prison, like just letters and things from him and things. And he was constantly getting like fan mail yep. and stuff. So that was, anyway, that was, that was Ted Bundy, but we've talked about him enough. I hate him. Please um, move on. The next person, as we've also talked about, is um, Richard Ramirez, um, who killed 13 people. At least. At least. And sexually assaulted way more. And that includes children and old ladies. Children, so. old ladies, children of both genders. Or, or all genders. <laughs> so, so apparently with Richard Ramirez, a lot of his groupie fans yes. said that they loved him because they thought that he was being racially profiled for being Latino. And that he didn't actually do it. And let me just tell you, as a, as a Mexican, as a fellow Mexican... I would just like to say that I understand when the LAPD arrests the wrong person that that happens quite often. Yeah. I do not think that this is one of those situations. No. Especially because technically he wasn't the one, he didn't get arrested by the cops. He got beaten within an inch of his life by a bunch of Mexicans. By a bunch of Mexicans who were like, fuck you. Yes. And then so he married a woman um, by the name of Doreen Leoy, uh, while he was waiting for execution, because that's the other thing. Both um, Ted Bundy and Richard Ramirez <sighs> were like on, like got the death penalty, and were waiting to be executed. And these women were like, "Well, they're gonna die. I'm just gonna marry them anyway." I which wish, is also wild. I wish more than anything in the world that the cops had not stopped that mob like, from killing Richard Ramirez. That would have been great. that would have been justice. That yeah. would have been true. Justice would have been served if they had allowed that mob to of curb stomp him and just arrest nobody. Yeah. Get away with it. Oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know. And um, then everybody's uncle would be like, I'm the one who killed Richard Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so apparently she sent him about 75 letters during their time before they got married. Desperate. Um, and uh, apparently she said that he was very charming and that she found him to be a nice man. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be a funny one for you. Okay. As to one that had m- many groupies or fans. Okay. Who talked about how much they loved him. It's, I'm just going to say it. It's the Zodiac Killer. Ted Cruz? <laughs> the Zodiac Killer that we don't know what he looks we like. We don't know what he looks like. We don't know what he looks like. We don't know what he looks like. And killed... So many people, and he never got caught. And people would go on the radio and talk about how much they loved him and how big of fans they were of him. We don't even know what he looks like. I mean, we do. We know he's a small, sad little white man. We know that, but we don't know what he looks like. <laughs> we have no idea. But there were people who were like, I love him. He's so cool. He's so great. So he had a lot of fans. Fans. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong about what I said about the Papa Duke. <laughs> I was wrong. Thank you for proving me wrong. <laughs> I um I don't know cuz it's one of those things where it's like it's not like for those fans it's purely what he did. Yeah, it's, it's purely, purely what, what he, he did. did that they're attracted to. It has nothing to do with his looks. You know what? They say that, so you know how they say, like, men are attracted to, when they give, like, a list of, like, different right. ages, all men, no matter what their age is, they always find a 21-year-old woman most attractive, right? Wow. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, it's a scale, and it's like, 
women of your own age group? No, it's always 21, 21, 21. Other than like 16 year olds who pick 16 year olds. With women, women find the most person, the person, the people most attractive to them, or sorry, the men most attractive to them are the men in their age group. So their taste changes with age, right? right? Women have a very wide sense of taste. Mm-hmm. There was also that te- that thing that they did where they did um, it's like a dating app thing where they were like a, a did a like social experiment, quote unquote, where they had someone's picture be what they actually looked like, and then they put them in a fat suit and then had them set up on the date. And nine out of the ten men angrily left when the girl was fat and we're like i don't like my time wasted blah, blah blah furious only one guy was decent and all of the women when the guy was fat were like oh and went on the date anyway and even wanted to go on a second date bitches have all kinds of tastes right they'll mm-hmm. accept apparently anything but apparently this extends to serial killers <laughs> apparently it means that women's just indiscriminate attraction can be poured into any cup and then they can do because because again if all these serial killers were hot women i would see we would see a lot of men but because like they're not it's not because bitches will be interested in anybody and i keep saying the word bitches in reference to women but really i don't know what else to call these women (laughs) these bitches are attracted to anything apparently Apparently. i mean that's another thing by the way men out there if you're like no woman would be attracted to me you're wrong. There is <laughs> a woman for every man. There is a hundred women There's, for every man. If the Zodiac killer who doesn't, we don't even know what he looks if like. If no get teeth, meth face man is the one for you. Like the, no man could ever say that there's no woman for him. No. There's one for there's all of one us. For, there's one for all of you. Maybe it's just like a power thing. Maybe if you're that man, become a serial killer, and then the women will want you because they'll be attracted to the power fantasy. Don't. don't do that. This is not advice. <laughs> uh, but like, I think but maybe it's the really power fantasy. do you really want to get with women who are like that? I don't think so. I mean. I, I wouldn't. I'm sure these men would. But, but like, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I remember, do you, have you seen the Dark Crystal, um, the reboot on Netflix? Uh, or like the prequel yeah we watched the first season too. i love that show i've watched it three times uh or, or more <laughs> anyway there are these creatures called skexies in that show right mm-hmm. and they're these big vulture people mm-hmm. and did you know i've seen people online thirsting for the skexies stop so i'm just saying there's any cup can be filled any anybody can have anybody apparently i i i those are some of the dumbest bitches ever. And I don't know why these people will thirst. And I think, yes, there probably is a lot of weird power fantasies where either they're the ones with the power over the serial killer or they like the idea of the serial killer having power over them. But I think the problem is here is that they're divorcing the idea that this man is a serial killer mm-hmm. from the idea that this man is just bad. Yeah. And it's the bad boy thing all over again. Where these women are out here being like, but Kylo Ren is hot. And I'm like, he is a genocidal monster, but allegedly he's hot. But in real life, do I look at pictures of young Joseph Stalin and say, you know what? Yeah. I do. I mean, that is an attractive, that is an attractive man. Anyway, so here's the thing. Another person that comes up that I have mentioned is Eileen Warnos. Yes. Now, there's a couple of things with her. So she has fans um, because they kind of like two reasons. There's a lot of like feminist scholars who see her as a woman who 
kind of broke the mold, obviously, because she's a female serial killer, and apparently there's not too many of those. Okay. Um, <laughs> but also, also, it's just the fact that um, it's the idea that, like, was she a serial killer in the sense that she killed innocent men, or was she killing men who raped her, and then does that make her less deviant than people who just kill people indiscriminately type of thing? So there is that gray area with Eileen Warnos because it's like, it's like if she were born or she had done these things at a different time, would we look at her with more compassion? Hmm. So she developed this like cult following, honestly, um, of like people being like, no, she's the best, right? And so she also has quite a few, um, apparently still, um, still going strong, quite a few fan clubs. Despite being dead. So Eileen Warnos has a few has several fan clubs. And apparently there are a lot of lesbians who are into her. (sighs) But like a huge fan club. I okay. Well then I I don't know what to say about anything. Um but uh, mostly women. Of course, of course it's most women. I don't know what the power fantasy the thing is, I just don't maybe I just don't get it. I just don't understand the whole like he's strong because like, here's the thing there's some people who have like the idea that it's like a quote-unquote alpha male thing which is also not a real it's not real anyway mm-hmm. um the alpha male idea and that women are attracted to quote-unquote alpha males no i can say for a fact that that is not our thing it's not actually time. a thing and it's like funnily enough they've done studies to show that like when women are ovulating they are attracted more to men who are sort of like stereotypically masculine quote-unquote mm-hmm. more more alpha male mm-hmm. but when they're pregnant or they're not on their period they're more interested in like quote-unquote beta male kind of right. people <laughs> which is very interesting because they're like i want to be around someone non-threatening when i'm pregnant but when i'm not i'll get with this guy um i don't know where i'm going with this i just <laughs> i um the, the crux of serial killer groupies is that they're attracted to power and the idea mm-hmm. of like the danger of this dangerous man Mm -hmm. but it's just the mental disconnect that i simply can't understand like i just can't understand sending a letter to a serial killer for any reason yeah i i don't i don't understand it and i i also don't okay like john wayne gacy had groupies john wayne gacy not only did he have groupies he sold paintings that went for hundreds of thousands of dollars i mean Who's buying his paintings? Who's buying his work? Who's buying the paintings of a pedophile? (laughs) (laughs) A non-convicted man. Like, let's look at this painting of a clown. 33 boys. That a a known pedophile who was executed painted. Come to my house and look at this painting. Okay, that's a red flag. I'm telling you right now, you, you see someone with a painting or even a print of a John Wayne Gacy, like, work of art... You run. leave you the run. home and you you go somewhere else. You never come back. Jeffrey you don't Dahmer, give as I said, personal information. As I said, Jeffrey Dahmer, he was gay. So was Joey and Gacy, and they both had female groupies. I don't get it. And then there was a whole thing that like John Wayne Gacy was like, actually, I'm bisexual, which like he might have been. <laughs> he was not. But like, I don't, I don't think so because. He was not. He literally told his wife, we're not having sex anymore because he was so gay. But he would just have this idea that if he maintained the idea of some sort of attract- attraction to women, women, he could like... It was something to do with his father. This is actually one of those yeah, yeah. daddy issues to the max. Yeah, because people. his dad was 
homophobic and obviously homophobic. And so... And his dad named him John Wayne. Yeah. He was expecting something else. Yeah. Not like a soft, mushy, sad boy. Yeah. Which which what he what he got. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer probably actually didn't eat people, but he was alleged to and everybody thinks of him as the person who ate people. And still. Yeah. So. Yeah, and a lot again think the Grim Sleeper as groupies. The thing with the Grim Sleeper, because you've seen Tales of the Grim Sleeper. I haven't watched it, no. Oh, okay. It's very interesting as a documentary because it starts off with this man basically interviewing his like friends and neighbors who have known him for like 20, 30 years. And everybody in that community, because it is, it's like Crenshaw or whatever. It's like, you know, it's like the hood yeah. in L.A., and they're like, you know, this is just, they're just pinning it on him. And it's kind of the same belief system of like, it wasn't him. I don't think he did it. He's a very nice man. I don't think he could have done it. Which is actually what a lot of groupies gravitate towards is this idea of like, you're punishing the wrong person. Yeah. Because I even think that the person, the woman who married Richard Ramirez... One of the things that I think she said at one point was, well, I don't know. I think that there was more evidence against O.J. Simpson. And we all saw how that ended. Because he what, he got off. Oh. And I was like, to be clear, several women have come forth and been like, that is the man that raped me. But anywho. Um, and there was like enough forensic evidence that I like can't imagine that it wasn't him. Um, yeah. Like it was kind of like an open and shut case. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is that I just think a lot of people assume, like, pretend, like, they just like to romanticize these people, and either they, like, think that they were wrongfully convicted, so then they feel bad for them, and then they want them, or they just know they're bad and don't give a shit. Yeah, I think a lot of people want to be in some sort of strange Bonnie and Clyde, like, we're running away from the law, they have this fantasy, they think this guy's hot. You know, or they're just stupid. Yes. You know who came up recently? You know, Christopher Watts. He is the one recently, there was like a Netflix documentary about him and he was the one who killed his pregnant wife and his two babies. Oh. And turns out he had been having an affair with some woman who was like (laughs) dumb as bricks. Okay. Um, I will show you a picture of him. Just give me a second. So that's Christopher Watts. Oh, Okay. So he's just like some all-American looking man with facial hair. Some white man with facial hair. And like, so to be clear, just some white guy with facial some hair. Some white man. And, uh, you know, a visible jawline. And so people find him attractive, of course. Uh, because that is all you need is a white man to be seen as attractive. I as a would jawline. love a man who killed my his ex-wife and his no, no, pregnant no, 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 no. child or, or, his, or his children. His wife, wife. Oh, he regard, was sorry. To his her. wife, his pregnant wife. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. You know, I love a man who kills a pregnant wife. And her and his children. And he also his oldest child watched his sister be murdered or her sister be murdered in front of her. Oh and yeah, pleaded, man. And then pleaded for her life while he strangled her. He's on that Zeus shit. He's eating his children. Like, what are you so, talking about? So, anywho. This man got, he's been, it's been like two years or something since it happened. And like, when I tell you this man is dumb as Brit, you should watch the documentary. I forget what it's called, but you should watch it because this man is dumb as bricks. 
He's so stupid. Like, he got caught immediately. And this man had the gall, the audacity to say that he killed his wife because she killed the kids. And oh. then he was so angry that he killed her. And I was like, that's not true. That's and not then true. He, and then he was like, nah, never mind. It's not true. So, like, he not only did he kill his wife, but he tried to pin it on her. Which is, like, wild. And he has groupies. He has groupies, Catherine, and he killed his own kids. I, okay, I think some part of this might be because some these things that these people do, usually men do, are so unbelievably awful that you can't believe anyone could do it. Right. So they divorce the idea of what they actually did. Mm-hmm. They just label it bad. Mm-hmm. That person might be bad. And then they layer on top bad boy things. They layer on top mm-hmm. maybe this person has a visible jawline. And then they lose their minds. Now, I also, again, think that the major factor with serial killer groupies is that like serial killers, they're fucking stupid. Because serial killers are all almost to a man dumb. Like if there's a serial killer who's like also like a con man or something, that one might not be dumb. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, most serial killers, fucking idiots. And you can see that they're... Like, the, fe- the way they don't get caught by police only makes you... It, it's so clear that police are incompetent. Mm. What's that one? The Yorkshire Ripper with the oh, most incompetent okay. bungling you've ever seen in your life of, like, an investigation? The Grim Sleeper. Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. These, they're so stupid. But serial killers are dumb, 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 dumb bags of shit. And so are the women who love them. I think that's really the moral of the story. Because there's no actual reason. Because we've been like, circling this for like 50 minutes now. The idea that we can't wrap our... We can't connect the dots. Okay? Yeah. Can They're people give us... Okay. Okay. It's two magnets. It's two magnets. We're trying to push them together. Yeah. That's how it, it feels right now having this conversation. Having the two magnets of the same... Um, like two positive yeah. ones that you're trying to push together. And they just will not go. That's how I feel about trying to understand why a serial killer groupie okay. would want a serial so killer. So I think for our listeners, if you can think of like any compassionate reason as to why, <laughs> you know, because right now we're really lacking in compassion because we don't want to feel compassion for women who like someone like Christopher Watts. So um, if anybody can like think of a, not a nice reason, obviously, but could be like more of an understanding reason. Yeah. You can let us know. Please let us know. Please message because us. Because at this point, we're, all we're saying is it doesn't make sense to us. We don't really have many thoughts on this other than this is your understanding. We're giving you a list of people who have groupies. We're giving you a list of things to Google later. Yeah. And my guess is because Netflix just came out with an announcement that they're putting out a fuck ton of new true crime documentaries because they realize that that's like everybody's jam Yeah. at the moment because the world is burning. So, and so they literally, like, it was like, you know how uh, Marvel does, like, phase four, like, whatever? <laughs> phase four of the serial killer universe? Yeah, so yeah. that's what Netflix did on Friday. They released, like, a teaser of, like, the 2021, 2022 true crime shit that's coming out. Oh, Tiger King, season two. Here for need it. I couldn't finish one. How dare you? Anyway. It made me sick. It made me so sad. The teeth. No, the tigers. I know, but the teeth. <laughs> I felt so bad. The part, the second that episode had that thing about the, t- the baby tiger being in like a suitcase. Oh, I had to stop watching. It. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> apparently I'm very soft <laughs> about tigers. Yeah, about poor baby. Ad- no, that's they fair. killed all the alligators. Yeah, they're awful. They're awful people. And all those sad people who worked there. Oh, it was devastating. It was awful. Um, but wild. 
truly the wildest thing I've ever seen. It just like every time you thought it couldn't get weirder. Carol Baskins. That's a murderer I like. <laughs> she definitely killed her husband. A hundred percent. Allegedly. Um, but anywho, the point is that we do not understand where these people are coming from. And maybe not Catherine as much, but definitely, I mean, Catherine does, but like definitely myself, I try to be as compassionate as possible. How dare you? (laughs) But Catherine is far more of like a fuck you, you're stupid, whereas I... In regards to serial groupies, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But I feel like in a lot of scenarios where I should be less compassionate... Yeah. I think I try to be super understanding. Sometimes I'm like, what are you talking about? But now, when it comes to this particular situation i'm like i don't i don't get compassionless we have none none zero 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 um and so yeah all i have to say is we hope that you are not in this group of people who find these people attractive and we hope you're not sending any letters to any prisons no unless it is people that you admire yeah 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 yeah. well okay well let's not even give that caveat that's gonna <laughs> someone's gonna be like well i admire this murderer for these reasons no no murderers unless they're like political prisoners no murderers <laughs> yes no murderers no nobody who tied up a child or a woman or a dog like yeah Let's <laughs> or a man you. yeah um and so with that being said we leave you just with thinking that if you ever do feel any sense of attraction to a well-known serial killer. If you one day look at Bruce MacArthur and think, mm, zaddy, stop and think where that's coming from, please. And also, you know, like, there, do you think people are attracted to Donald Trump? I want to think about that. <laughs> that's that's another episode. I, I just had that thought. Because I, I was thinking of serial killer groupies and that I thought of the people who seemed to be attracted to Trump. And then I thought... I didn't even think that existed until you said And I thought, it. are those the same people? Yeah, 100%. Those are 100% the same people. I didn't even want to think. That, that thought had truly never crossed my mind until you said it. That's yeah. awful. It's, it was a weird ping pong from that to Bruce MacArthur to like, wait a second. Oh, God. What? Anyway, let us give people some recommendations. Let us give thanks. Give us uh, this day our daily bread <laughs> and deliver us from Eva. Um <laughs> I <laughs> fantastic movie. Go ahead. Okay, I will say my recommendation on entirely different note to give you something positive. Um, did I already recommend volleyball anime on this no, podcast? Uh, I don't think. Uh, I might have. You might have. If I haven't, I'm recommending Haikyuu, which is a volleyball anime, and I love it. It's very wholesome. All the characters are sweet. Even the ones who aren't sweet become you. You understand them better and they become sweet. I love everyone in that show. It's my comfort show and I, I'm already on my second-ish watch of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love Haikyuu. It's my, it, I, I mean, I, it's, it's my favorite. <laughs> I really like it. Uh, so watch an anime about sweet volleyball idiots. Um, has nothing to do with serial killer groupies. Fantastic. Wholesome as hell. Great. I think that's good. My recommendation is also very wholesome. And very fantastic. If you have not watched Love on the Spectrum, Mm. season two is out now. What a show. What a treat. What a fantastic. It's, and, and, I, I, this does come up, but I do not like the Australian accent and the entire show is Australian people. Still love it. Oh, wow. Carmen is getting over her Australian prejudices. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, It's great. It's such a good show. 
It's basically like a dating show for people who are autistic or like on the spectrum, neurodivergent. And um, the reason I love it is because it is very open about things like sexuality and desire and all of those things. And might I add, there are racialized people on the show. No black people yet, but that's because it's Australia. So that's part of my issue. But there are racialized people on it. And... And there's gay and lesbian and bisexual people on the show. Oh, that's actually... Who are also neurodivergent. Piqued my interest. See? You know, you just have to add some gays and I'll be there. <laughs> um, which is really great because there's even... There's a lot of people... There's a f- quite a few people on the show who are bisexual. Oh. It's so interesting. So you see them date men and women and kind of like the difference that's and like how that goes on. Sweet. So it's very cool. Um, hmm. So yeah. That is it for us. Yep. Please um, rate us on iTunes and give us... Uh, five stars. Recommend us to all your friends. Yes, please. Um, yeah, we're we're here. We're queer. We're queer. <laughs> Get uh, used to it. Um, you can find me anywhere at the CC Williams. Basically, you can find uh us at I'd Kill a Spider for you. Basically, anywhere and I'd Kill a Spider number four letter U on Twitter. Yep, and you can find me at Carmen underscore Maria four one six. And I will be starting a uh grief instagram soon so that will be coming all right well Thank that's so it um i'm gonna be inserting that clip from that documentary at the end here which one i'm sorry those are some of the dumbest bitches ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i'm sorry but i think they're the dumbest bitches ever <laughs>